Welcome to the 242nd, and welcome to my life. Today, I want to do something a little different. I want to talk about a movie. Yeah, it's so different, isn't it? Um, Saturday, I got, I got to see Hellboy, and I'm a big Hellboy fan. I started reading the comic books when I was younger, and I love the whole story about Hellboy. Um, there's been a, a debate, you know, with them coming out with the new Hellboy. Is it right? It's not got Ron Perlman. It's not got Del Toro directing it. Um, is, you know, is it a reboot? Um, and there's automatically trolls on the internet who are, who, you know, well, if it doesn't have this, it's going to suck. And, and I think people are just being mean. Um, anyone who's seen the first two movies, Hellboy and Hellboy, the Golden Army, <clears throat> well, the first one, it was, it was bringing a very beloved character from Dark Horse uh, Comics, Mike Magnolia's Hellboy. And the first one was based on the the first series of books, Seed of Destruction. And, um, of course, it had Del Toro tweaking it some because he had characters like Cronin. He did it for, you know, it was made in 2014. Sorry, so it's 15 years old. And he made it on a modest budget, I think, of $66 million. It grossed, like, $99 million. Um... Yeah, ninety nine point three million at the box office, um, and it you know a lot of people who didn't know who Hellboy was really liked it, and that's why he got a chance to make Hellboy two in two thousand eight, The Golden Army, which brought in a whole different world of pe- world for people with the fairies, and you know is a it, that even had a bigger budget, you know. Um, It had a bigger budget of 85 million, and it made up 160 million. So it was it was a really better, you know, te- you know, better budget. So everyone was waiting on a third Hellboy, because Del Toro had talked about it. He's been talking about it since 2008, wanting to finish it as a trilogy. <clears throat> of course, it was hard. You know, Hellboy Two was supposed to come out in 2006, but you got to get movies financed. And that was the biggest issue. It wasn't that Perlman and Del Toro didn't want to do it. It was the financing aspect. I mean, the, the first one was done, financed by, Revo, I think, Revolution Studios or something like that. And the second one was picked up by Universal. And that was the biggest thing. Del Toro had talked about uh, getting a budget of $120 million he wanted so they could really finish it off. And he did, like I said, he did the first two off 66 and then 85 so he'd kept the budgets under control. I mean, if you look at budgets, movie-wise, but 120 was asking a lot, I think, for for the genre. And I mean, I, I know they look at it. If you, if you get a budget of 120, you got to make back 250. They have the ways of looking at it as financing people, and so it it kind of fell apart, which was sad. And then then came the whole things that that uh that they were going back to reboot it. And originally it was titled Hellboy, uh, the blood queen. And I wish they would have just kept that little subte- subtitle, the blood queen to be kept, see- to, to be kept a little bit separate. Um, first off, go see the movie. Don't let some internet troll tell you how much it sucks. 
because it's a good movie. It the the only problem with it is the fact that the other two movies exist. That's the only problem. If those two movies didn't exist, people wouldn't take a second to complain about it. Um, everyone was mad, you know, Ron Perlman wasn't brought back. Guess what? David Harbour is a hell of an actor. I mean, everyone watching it loves him in Stranger Things. You know, Stranger Things is a fantastic series on Netflix. And, you know, they had to go back and... There was, there was a talk about whitewashing because they, were, they brought in one actor and they ended up... He left when they found out and Daniel Day Kim came on as the were-leopard, I guess you would call it. A Japanese-American soldier. And, that, hey, that, that was a good decision because, believe it or not, <clears throat> Daniel Day Kim is really good in this movie. David Harbour is really good in this movie. Ian McShane is really good in this movie. Um, I'm, I'm trying not going to say some spoilers, but, you know, there, that was a question because they brought Ian in to replace uh, John Hurt, I think. Sorry, I should know this. Yeah, John Hurt from the original as uh, Broomheld. And that's the only question, because in the comics, I don't, rem- I don't think... Broomheld died in Seed of Destruction. I don't exactly remember. See, that's the, that's the thing. When people love the original Hellboy and the Golden Army, they're okay with changes. Like, they brought Cronin as this creature who worked for Rasputin. Um, and they were okay with Liz being Hellboy's love interest when he wasn't. She wasn't in the comic books. You know, it was a good decision for El Toro to do that. Selma Blair was fantastic as Liz. Just like nobody can doubt, you know, that one missing part of this is is Abe Sapien. I mean, Doug Jones did a fantastic job as Abe Sapien. Um, that's a little bonus at the end if you sit there and watch. stay till the end because I because I was getting so kicked off at people complaining about little things that I didn't stay for the credits. I didn't read that there was there's two bonuses. There's a mid mid credit scene and then there's one at the end. So stay. Um, <clears throat> they want to complain about the gore. I've heard I've heard complaints about gore. It's like um, it's Hellboy. Del Toro did a great job of the the fantasy aspect, but I mean they did this. This is 15 years later. When you look at the Avengers budgets and you look at all the other budgets, they did the new movie for 50 million. They did this movie less than the original Hellboy. And the original Hellboy only had a $66 million budget. But that was 15 years ago. So you'd have expected this, you know. And people want to talk about CGI, CGI. I think they did a really good job at CGI. I mean, there's some things you can't create. I mean, they did still do the <clears throat> the makeup on on David as Hellboy. That was physical makeup. They did a really good job. And the mannerisms that he, he did. In the previews, I thought he was doing an impression of Ron. But when you sit there and watch the movie, he's got little nuances as as a way that Ron didn't. And it, I think he plays good. And I, and I hope that one day Ron would let himself see it. I know he, Ron has the love for the character. And I know that's what this is about. They want to finish off the trilogy. But I don't think anybody should blame 
David for that or or Neil Marshall. Neil Marshall is the director. And Neil's done The Descent and he did Doomsday. I really like Doomsday. Doomsday was what I was afraid to see. And when you let yourself see it, it's like, that's a really good movie. That was totally unexpected. Doomsday. <clears throat> so... I think I think there's just a lot of negativity because of love for the, for this movie, and I think that's what it is. And I think people need to get through that. Um, I think Mia Jovovich does a fantastic job as the Blood Queen. I I'm so used to her in Resident Evil. I know she did accents and stuff, and I know that's bad for me to say. But, um, her character in Resident Evil was kind of one-dimensional cast girl, you know, and it didn't really stretch a lot of acting a bit. Like, this stretches a lot of her acting movies and it shows you a her. Um, this isn't just one story either. I mean, with with the original Hellboy, it was Seed of Destruction with a little bit of modification. This is actually fitting together, you know, Darkness Calls, The Wild Hunt, Storm and the Fury, and Hell in Mexico. It's, it's stretching out a little bit. I like the fact because um, they changed the base of operations. They, they brought in Europe, which is a different aspect. You've got different accents. You got M11. Um, you've got the character Alice Monahan, who is becomes a love interest um, of Hellboy's in the comic books. Uh, and they don't. I don't think they even explored that. I mean, the relationship in this was a little different. It was him just being a caring person because of, because of their past. And and you know, I've heard that complaint. Oh, there are too many flashbacks. Well, you're fitting five stories into one. The quickest way in any story is to do flashbacks. I mean, come on. We watched the series Lost. We had, what, four or five years of flashbacks. In the series Arrow, we had that many years of flashbacks. Flashbacks is a method of storytelling. I mean, really, I think they did a good job of the flashbacks. I mean, <clears throat> we took my sister-in-law, who'd never seen the original Hellboys, and she really enjoyed it. My wife didn't enjoy the the, the, the gore because it was a lot more gore than the original, but I was okay with it because to me, Hellboy always needed that gore. Because I mean, come on, you know who Hellboy is. His stories are not PG-13. They're R-rated. I mean, there was bad language. And that's the way it, it reads in the comic book. Read the comic book. Pick the books up. This is a lot closer to the source material. I mean, just because you veer a little bit and, you know, the first two were done out of love. And this is done out of love, too. It's just a lot a lot closer because they figured out a way to tell the story. If they would, they could have changed a little bit. They could have had one aspect of Broomheld. If they would have ended that storyline a little different than this one, they could have fit it right into, you know, with a little... They could have fit this into the other one so it wouldn't be like a reboot, as people want to say. Um, I think Hellboy myself, I would love it if like Netflix or Amazon would pick it up and do it as a series because it's a series of books. It's not a straight series like Marvel or DC does. It's a series of miniseries. So I think they miss out on that opportunity. But it's like, it's funny. Some people can sit there and, and not give chances and badmouth something. I mean, when we went to see it, everyone was like, oh, Shazam's going to win this weekend. Everyone around us, when we went to see it, went to see Hellboy. And that's all I just hope people can do, is instead of just reading what the trolls are saying on the internet, go see it. 
you know, and if you haven't seen a Hellboy, don't be afraid to see a Hellboy. It's a, it's a good story. Um, and that's, I, I just want people to, to sit there and, and not just judge something because it gets a little irritating. I mean, the other movies made out of love first two, and I'm sorry we didn't get a trilogy. We all waited for the third movie to see what was going to happen. Because we all know what Hellboy's destiny is. I mean, that was some of the talk is Magnolia didn't want to do a third movie at the time because he hadn't finished his stories. And we knew what Del Toro wanted to do with the third movie. And it would basically be the end of the stories. But this is a good... Uh, I'm sorry, it's not... It's not what some people... I mean, they didn't reboot Seed of Destruction. This is a combination of other stories. And it's good. Give it a chance. Yes, it's it, it gets gory, but that's okay. Because if you read the stories, it wasn't PG-13. There, there is bad language. And it's okay. It's not written by for, for kids. It's not... You know, everyone's okay when Deadpool cracks jokes. And Deadpool you know, gets his hands ripped off and they grow back and and it's okay for certain, but then they let their kids go see Deadpool. You know, this is, this is the issue, but I just, I just, I'm just pleading with people to just go see the movie. You know, it's not what you're reading about and it's a lot better than you're going to think it's going to be. Um, but anyway, that's my two cents. Thanks for listening.